Okay, I said I'd make a second video on this uh, histrionic personality disorder. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, this lady does such a good job, I'm just gonna let her carry it, okay? So we're gonna listen, I'm gonna comment a bit, let's go. You indicated, uh, you were talking about emotional reactivity. Uh, what, if any, emotional reactivity did you uh, observe in your review? And let's do this one at a time. Okay. So there were uh, a couple indications to me. Uh, first, uh, I can sort of think about it with the treatment records. So particularly uh, Dr. Um, Cohen Connell's Am I getting the name right? I feel like for some reason in my mind, I might have just reversed it. Uh, but Dr. Cohen's records, <laughs> I did reverse it. Uh, he actually refers to this reactivity quite a bit and to Ms. Hurd's temper. And that, that temper is often branded or being hot-headed is really characteristic of borderline personality disorder, um, as is their ch very charming, personable nature. It's It's... This is a disorder of contradictions. Uh, in Nurse Filotti's notes, um, she had, I thought there was something interesting. She references a night when they're out to dinner, I believe in London, and she provided positive reinforcement to Ms. Hurd because Ms. Hurd had been uh, disappointed by a mistake made by the server, and it sort of references how previously she might have criticized the server and be become upset by that, um, and okay. that she didn't this time, and so that that had been some sort of a, a step forward. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, this is something to mention. If your girl, if she is rude to service people, if she treats them as subhuman or as below her, run. That is a huge red flag. Um, that sort of treatment is going to be you when she feels she's superior to you. And you know when she, does, when she feels superior to you? When she feels that she has you. So don't allow, uh, like, uh, first of all, don't allow your girl to treat you that way. Just get out. Um, but that is a huge red flag, just just so you know, the, the rudeness to wait staff. Uh, and uh, there was also an indication, actually, in Dr. Hughes's. Uh, Dr. Hughes is a forensic psychologist who had been appointed by Ms. Hurd to conduct as an evaluation as well. In Ms. Hughes's interview of Ms. Hurd, Ms. Hurd disclosed that she had cut her arm in the past, which is... Oh, Lord. Self-harming behavior. Yes. Oh, by the way, uh, let me do the disclaimer now. Um, this video is not safe for work. Uh, if you don't like talking about, like, or hearing about, you know, negative, like, you know, personality disorders or, you know, um, violence or people hurting each other or other people uh, hurting themselves, don't listen. Just change the video now, okay? Because I'll bet we're going to get there. Anyway, uh, hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video, of course. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, please subscribe and hit the bell for all notifications. Like the video, comment on the video if you agree with what I have to say. Or in this, in this video, it's not really so much my commentary, it's more um, the doctor here. 
talking about Amber Heard and her personality disorders. So in the previous video, we saw the borderline personality disorder, and now we're moving on to histrionic uh, personality disorder as well. Uh, She's going to get into that here. All right. Uh, Also, if you'd like me to comment on a specific video or maybe um, a compilation or, you know, Reddit post or something, please send it to theheliosblog at gmail.com. All right. On we go is a typical reactive type thing somebody with this diagnosis can do. It's one of the symptoms. Um, and that's sort of all I can think of top of my mind from the treatment records. Moving into um, some of the declarations um, or deposition testimony, what struck me was Ms. Raquel Pennington's testimony. Um, she's a former friend of Ms. Hurd's and she Uh-oh. indicated, she told a story about, I suppose they were shopping for Thanksgiving accoutrement, something to prepare for Thanksgiving. And Ms. Hurd struck her in the face. I sort of. <laughs> Look at Amber's face. Oh my God. Amber's like, I totally didn't do that. But you can see, okay, guys, look at the subtlety here, okay? Just pay attention. Look at her lips, okay? Look at Amber's lips. You see how they're slightly curled up? And you can see how her face also, her eyes are slightly curled up. These are indicators of laughing. So again, remember before in a, in a previous video when, when we had the Amber Heard Johnny Depp thing and uh, Johnny was describing how she threw a bottle at him and she kind of half smiled. She's smiling again. She remembers the event and she finds it funny. And I'll bet she finds it funny because she doesn't feel that she's at fault because she can't accept blame. I'll bet that's it. Okay, anyway, let's move on. Out of the blue. Um, with- <laughs> look, look at her face. She's like, no, I didn't slap her out of the blue. There's a very good reason. I felt slightly slighted. And if a person with this disorder feels slightly slighted, well, I mean, there's nothing she can do. She has to do the behavior, right? Which is, I, I thought was interesting because that is one of those signs of borderline personality disorder where if... If a friend or a loved one isn't meeting your needs in that moment, um, borderline, borderline person. Oh, okay. Pauses here. Okay. One sec. I'm just skipping the video because it seems paused there. I don't understand. One sec. Idealized Technical difficulties. Person to dumpster. They are totally devalued. They are the worst friend. They don't care anything about me. I have better people around. And then there will be a repair because the person with this disorder does feel remorseful after they have these reactions, angry, tell their friend off. But over time, it wears away at these relationships. And so what you'll usually see is many, many transitions in their friendships over the years, people who have sort of fallen by the wayside. Oh, yes. Uh, Something else I wanted to mention. Uh, This is related to um, uh, serious red flags in uh, in women. If they seem to have no long-term friends, if they they just, like, they just met their friends, or they only have friends that are co-workers or whatever— it means that they're not able to keep long-term friends, which means there's something in their personality that pushes people away. And eventually, 
you can you best believe it'll push you away who were really very close-knit at one time and then but there's not a lot of consistency in the long term you'll also see that with their intimate relationships many many relationships but none that are particularly long term uh oh uh, also, does anybody here see the connection between a woman riding the CC and having psychological disorders? This is another red flag, right? Like the more partners they have, uh, the higher probability that she might have an inability to bond with anyone, right? So there it is. Uh, how does borderline personality disorder relate to identity issues? So again, that instability also travels toward identity. And when I was describing personality earlier, I was talking a little bit about those traits we have that help us know who we are. When you have borderline personality disorder, that actually is not something you understand. So uh, people with this disorder actually take on the identity of the people they're spending time with because it's comforting. It's very uncomfortable to not know who you are. Some people with this disorder will describe a feeling of emptiness. Uh, I think, okay, so here's the thing. I think all women have this trait to an extent, right, where they sort of take the shape of the container they're with. So like, um, she will learn the things that, like, the, her boyfriend likes, or she'll, you know, she'll start to like some of his hobbies, or she'll she'll do some of the things that he likes to do, whatever. But this takes it to an extreme. She has no identity of her own, and she literally copies wholesale the person that she's with. I mean, I didn't expect to do a second uh, BPD video here. Or, uh, sorry, uh, uh, yeah, BPD video. Uh, I thought we were going to get into histrionic, but they're, they're still describing BPD. So, whatever. It, it's okay. I, I still think it's instructive. So, we can, we can keep it. When they feel like they've been abandoned because now they don't know who they are in the world. And so, when somebody with this disorder is going through that initial enmeshment phase with new people and they're idealizing them, they often will take on the identities of those people. So, they may mimic them in a lot of ways. They might mimic the way they dress, their interests, the way they talk. Um, and for this reason, the people around somebody with this disorder kind of from the outside may feel like, wait, I thought you were this way and now you're advocating for this and this is your new main interest in life or the thing you're throwing yourself into all completely. Music tastes might change. Hobbies will change the way they dress. Okay. Um, in addition to borderline personality disorder, Here we go. I understand that you... Uh, Finally. To ...another personality disorder. What's that? So histrionic personality disorder, and these are really two sides of the same coin. Uh-oh. They belong to the same cluster. We call these clusters. Cluster B. Organized personality disorders in that DSM. And this cluster is described as the personality disorders that are dramatic, erratic, oh, God. and emotional. Okay, so unpredictable. Oh, God. But really having to do with emotions and relationships. Guys, I don't know about you, but I'm stressed just listening to this. Imagine having to, being the person that has to deal with this. Being the person who has to marry this and experience this every day. I'm exhausted after 10 
after like 30 minutes of listening to this, or 20 minutes, imagine a person having to deal with this even for a day or a month or a year. Oh, God. They're very similar. Whereas I was saying that borderline personality disorder, a lot of the key features that you're going to notice are instability. When it comes to histrionic, a lot of the key features are going to be drama and shallowness. (laughs) Personality disorder. So she's crazy and shallow. (laughs) It sounds like, oh God. Okay. Now here's the thing. The modern woman in 2022 She's not as insane as this woman. She's not as crazy as Amber Heard, right? But the modern woman in 2022 dating, the average modern woman, she's going to be, you know, more narcissistic than average, more shallow than average, more materialistic than average. And she's going to have trouble accepting blame more than average as well, more than her mother or grandmother might. Okay, let's let's continue. This under... Uh this underlying drive of avoiding abandonment with histrionic personality disorder, that underlying drive is to always be the center of attention. Because if you don't have that attention on you, it feels similarly to being abandoned disorder. You feel pretty empty. Like you don't have that sense of being or of value. Okay, so she's an actor to be the center of attention so that she can feel like she's valuable. And in addition, she tries to keep the people close to her by any means necessary. And she fears abandonment. She's terrified of it and is willing to go to absolute extremes to prevent herself from feeling as though she's abandoned. And she also can't accept responsibility. Wow. This is like... Guys, it's exhausting just listing out all of those traits. I cannot imagine associating myself with such a person. Guys, this is very instructive. Listen close so you can save yourself from pain in the future. This is absolutely like, this is like the the, the prevent yourself from getting hurt in the future lesson right here. Okay. So whereas borderline personality disorder might have more of the visible reactivity, if somebody seems to be leaving with histrionic personality disorder, what you're going to see is extreme discomfort with not being the center of attention, extreme efforts to be the center of attention. And when they feel that they're not the center of attention, you will see some strange things making up stories to try to get attention, often taking on a victim or princess role. Those two roles oh in particular God. are pretty consistent. Seeking caretaking. Borderline personality disorder is similar because with borderline personality disorder, these shifts of identity and the splitting, you might see somebody go from being in the DSM, it describes it as a needy supplicant of help, seeking the perfect caretaker, to suddenly being the avenger against injustice or thinking that their partner is a terrible person. Oh my With God. With histrionic, what you'll see is somebody who um, wants to be the center of attention, has sort of that impressionistic speech, very flowerly, uh, very enthusiastic, but nothing's really being said. The moment your attention wears away because they're so demanding for attention, that's when they might take the victim role or the princess role and even... Oh, God. 
so they're like uh, vapidly just talking, uh, hoping to monopolize your attention. Yeah, I, I, that, that's what it sounds like. This is okay. All right, let's move on. And make up stories. Sometimes those stories are to bolster the victim role. Sometimes those stories are just to make them look more interesting or accomplished in their mind. Oh, and now it comes full circle. This whole trial is a bid for attention because she feels that she's empty because she's not the center of attention and she's using Johnny as a pawn in order to gain attention and be the center of attention and be relevant because she feels empty inside. So Johnny is literally the the vessel or the, the medium through which she can express her need for attention, validation, her need for being the center of attention, and a way to fill that emptiness that she feels inside. And the fights with Johnny were a way to uh, get him to pay attention to her, but also she's going through the process of uh, idealizing and then discarding and then idealizing and then discarding uh, uh, like back and forth wow this is a like what a headache so oh, that they can get respect and attention that way is there a relation between histrionic personality disorder and attractiveness attractiveness <laughs> there is strangely and this is always one of the trickiest things to talk about because uh, how do you, I mean, how is that a symptom? But characteristically, people with this disorder are very, very interested in looks. Um, but more importantly, they utilize their looks to get that attention, Indeed. to get that respect that they're seeking. Right. And so this type of anybody, um, characteristically, they actually couldn't even be subtly, and when I say flirtatious, I'm not talking overtly sexy but uh, kind of inappropriately flattering. Sometimes they act in a kind of a girlish way to be cute and to agenda it. Okay, I, 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 think, I think I understand the idea here. So let me just roll this into a lesson that I have for you men. And I, it should be obvious, right? After what, like two, three videos that are about an hour on this topic, I think you understand the idea. The idea is this, that a woman is attractive is not enough to qualify her for a long-term relationship. You need to be vetting behavior and personality with a magnifying glass to make sure that your girl does not have a condition like this. So again, she needs to be uh, fit is one, but and, and clearly Amber is, if, even now at her advanced age, but she's not feminine, cooperative, submissive, loyal, or like... She doesn't have the traits that you need, right? And this whole problem could have been prevented by Johnny. All he needed to do was to realize that fitness is not enough, right? And her idealizing you is not enough. You need to be informed because informed is forearmed against destruction in this case. So it's so clear, right, what happened here. Johnny just got totally burned by being with this girl. Like, she is a total disaster. BPD and histrionic, like... Whew, baby. I, I'm... Guys, honestly, I'm exhausted after, after describing that. I, like, I don't think I'll be covering this topic anymore. 
I think we all understand exactly what the situation is here. Okay. Anyway, we're going to end it here. Again, if you're liking the content, you're liking the channel, please subscribe, hit the bell, comment if you agree or disagree with my points or with the doctor's points here. And thank you so much for listening. I'll see you all next time. Thank you so much for watching my channel. Please remember to do all of the following. Like the video for the algorithm. Comment on the video. I respond to all comments and I'll give you a heart. Subscribe and hit the bell so you can see my content on your feed. Check out all of my content on other platforms. It spreads the reach of the channel. YouTube, bit.ly slash Helios YouTube. Rumble, bit.ly slash Helios Rumble. My blog is realheliosblog.com. My podcast, bit.ly slash Helios Podcast. My Patreon, patreon.com slash the Helios Blog. You can also support the show at bit.ly slash Helios Donations and buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Thank you so much for all of your support.